Blog Talk Radio.
Wow. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I am so overwhelmed with joy this morning. And I'm going to try to just calm myself on down uh, for today. But uh, if I don't, you can just go ahead and join in with me. Well, welcome to another Sunday of Let's Talk with Smile 3E. This is Cecilia. I'm going to see if I see Sheila on the line. Um, no, I don't. Um, Minister Margo, would you be available to um, pray for us on today and to uh, make the announcements? Um, yeah, of course I will. I'll do that if you'd like me to. Yes, ma'am, please. Okay, let's just begin. Lord, in Jesus' name, we give you thanks for another day. We give you thanks, God, because your mercies are new every morning to us. We give you thanks, God, because you are our Father. You are a gracious God. You are the almighty God. Not just a God, but the one and only God that we worship, that we praise, that we adore. We magnify your name. We glorify you, God. We thank you. We thank you and we thank you. We cannot thank you enough for all you've done, for all you have done, for all you are doing, and for all you will do in the lives of everyone that is listening and everyone that will listen to this broadcast. Lord, we just praise you and worship you. We honor you because every breath we take is due to your mercy, your mercy, God, your mercy, God. Thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for making a plan for us. Thank you for sacrificing your son for us. Thank you for making a way for us to get to you. And we come to the throne of grace, God, today asking you, hallelujah, to not look on us, but to cover us with the blood of your son who sacrificed his life for us so that we would have the right to come to you and call you father and speak to you, hallelujah, and speak directly to you. And all we can say is thank you. Thank you for forgiving us, caring for us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for leaving your testament for us. Thank you for the word that is settled in the heaven just for us. Thank you for this great creation that you made just for us. God, we cannot thank you enough. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift you up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you that we have the activity of our limbs. We thank you that we know where we are. We know who we are, and we know whose we are. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And I ask on behalf of Apostle-elect Cecilia, God, that you just use her. (laughs) Use her today 
to minister to your people. Use her today to feed your sheep. Use her today, God, to spread the word, the good news that we don't have to just worry about anything because you're in control. You're in charge. You're our father, and we're your children. We're king's kids. We have rights. <laughs> if we stay in your word and in your will, God, thank you for the provisions you've made for us, not just now, but for eternity, God. We thank you. We praise you, and we worship you. Lord, we just are so grateful to have an opportunity to speak on your behalf and ask you, God, simply use us. Use each person listening to be part of your plan, to be part of your kingdom, to do our job, whatever it is. If it's simply a smile, if it's simply a hello, if it's simply a God loves you, to let your love be spread throughout the land. In Jesus' name we pray and give you the thanks. Amen. And on behalf of Smile TE and this ministry, we ask you to be part of our ministry. Listen in whenever you get a chance. So if you have an opportunity on tomorrow, we're asking you to uh, tune in to Blog Talk Radio and listen at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to Iron Sharpening Iron. That ministry is hosted by Sylvia Kaiser Wright. She has different ministers that will speak the word of God and give you a foundation to feed your soul. And on sun, on this Monday, I am sure that if God is willing, and I know he is and able, that Pastor Troy Thomas will be bringing the word to all who will take the time to tune in and see what God has to say. And again, then, if you would follow us through the week, on Friday, we will have another broadcast. And that, too, is hosted by Minister Sylvia Kaiser Wright. And if I am not mistaken, I am sure that she will be our host, but the speaker should be Prophet Antoine Thomas. So please tune in. Be part. You will not be disappointed. God is abiding in this ministry because we abide in him. And we ask you to be part, to come alongside and learn the things that you need to know because you are responsible for your soul and we want you to be saved, to be whole, to be healed, and to be nourished as part of this ministry. 
God bless you. And I will turn this back over into the hands of Apostle Eck. God bless. Bless you, God bless you, God bless you again, um, Minister Margo. I thank God for the very tone and the very gratefulness that I heard in, in your prayer and the gratitude towards God, my God. And it's so in line with the message on today that is God's redemption plan. See, every time I think, ah, get on my sick, get on every time I think about what Jesus has done for me and done for you and done for you, I, I, I get overwhelmed with emotions, emotions of joy, emotions of peace, emotions of thanksgiving, emotions of gratefulness, and emotions of being awed by God, the wonder of God, the love of God, and so much more. So when I think, oh, my God. When I think on the goodness of Jesus, not only does my soul cry out, hallelujah, glory, 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 glory to God for saving me, for redeeming me, for making me whole, for dying for me, for loving me, and so much more. All I can do is say thank you, 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 God for saving me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for loving me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for being my Savior, for being my friend, for being my confidence, for being my propitiation for my sin, all, 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 all of the sins, known and unknown. God, I thank you, God, for being my Father. God, I thank you for even your Son. God, I thank you for even your Holy Spirit. My, 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 my. When I think about the over 60 years that he's allowed me to be here and that over 90-something years that he's allowed my Aunt Catherine to be here and all the years that he's allowed my cousins and my sisters and, and, and my nieces and my nephews and my greats and my son and, and my uh, ones that call themselves my daughters and even the ones that call themselves my sister. When I think on the goodness of Jesus, my God, my God, you don't understand. Somebody's in a cult right now. You don't understand. Somebody is feeling uh, left out. You don't understand how somebody would love to be able to tell God thank you. Hallelujah. And we have an opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God. My God, my God. God, ha, that I'm on God help me, God help me. Ah, oh, God, I, 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 I'm overwhelmed with so much joy. But God, I need your help. I need to. Oh, God, I just want to thank you. I ask you all to be patient with me on today as I lay the foundation for the message on God's redemption plan on today, and, and to understand that when. You really think on what he's done for you. We can't even fathom what he's done, but when you just think on it, my God, my God. Mm. On yesterday, uh, when I woke up um, and I was praying and, and I began to just shout, and I had wrote it on 
Facebook and start thanking Jesus for being my Kingsman Redeemer. Because, see, if man had a sent up a dove or, or a lamb or, 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 or even did it because uh, of what we have in, in these bodies, uh, they would have had to do it again and again and again. But because Jesus who was sinless. He paid it all. I mean, he paid it all for my sins and for your sins. I mean, it's all been erased. It's erased. He's redeemed us. He's restored us. Glory to God. My God, my God. Mm, When I think on it. God, when I think on it, hallelujah. I'm going to lay a foundation for the message for today. Mm, God help me. A foundation is the underlying basis and principle, the starting point, the reason, the cause, the grounds for what we're going to talk about. And we also need to know about the kingsman. The kingsman is a man who is one of a person's blood relations, a relative, um, a family member, someone that's of our own flesh. And DNA. It could be a cousin. It could be an uncle. It could be a nephew. It could be so many people. See, the Kingsman Redeemer, this this male relative in the biblical uh, days, according to uh, the Pentateuch's laws, had the privilege. It was a privilege or responsibility, depending on how you looked at it, to act on behalf of a relative that was in trouble, in danger, or in need. My God. The Kingsman Redeemer was designated as the one to deliver and rescue. Mm. He could redeem our property. He could redeem the person. My God. See, Genesis 48 and 16 says, The angel that is the Lord himself, who has redeemed me continually from all evil, blessed the boys and made my name live on them. And may they be worthy having their names linked with mine. Mm-mm-mm. And the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and may they grow into a great multitude in the midst of the land. And Exodus 6 and 6 goes on to say, Therefore say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will free you from their bondage. I will redeem and rescue you with an outstretched arm, this vigorous and powerful arm, with great acts of judgments against Egypt. What's your Egyptian? What are those burdens and bondages that God has delivered you from? Hmm, I have so many. And then even Leviticus um 25 through 28 goes on to talk about the countryman um, that becomes poor and then he has to sell some of his property and then his nearest relative could come and buy it back and redeem that relative for what he sold. It even talks about if he is unable to redeem it, that it will remain on the purchaser's hand, but that's only until the year of Jubilee. But at Jubilee, it shall revert and he may return his property. Hmm. Isn't that something? That someone that gained your property has the ability to give it back. 
We're in Ruth, chapter 3, 9, and 12. Be patient with me while I lay this foundation. It was said that the first kingsman that refused to marry Ruth was possibly because he had no children. And because he may not have had any children, he knew that if he married Ruth, that their first child would not be deemed as his, but that of the deceased son. And so it could have been, that was the reason that, you know, he said no and let Boaz do it. Leviticus 48 and 49 also talks about the relations of who uh, sold something to someone, even when they're sold into slavery. And then you have uh, Isaiah 41 and 14 that says, Do not fear, you worm Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, declare the Lord, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. And then Isaiah 43 and 1 goes into reminding us to do not fear, for I have redeemed you from captivity. I have called you by the name you are mine. Mm, mm, mm. He called you by your name. My God. And I'm not going to read all of the scriptures, but I'm just going to highlight some things as I lay this foundation. Isaiah 44, 6 through 22 talks about when the Lord, uh, the King of Israel, the Redeemer, the Lord of hosts says, I am first. And I am last. And there is no God beside me. We have to know that. Because doing this, uh, Scripture talks about people falling into the folly of idolatry. But then it also talks about God forgiving and redeeming. And in that last verse, he comes and he says, I have wiped out your transgressions like a thick cloud. And your sins like a heavy mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. My God. Even Isaiah 48 and 20, the last part of it says, send it out to the end of the earth and say, the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. Psalms 103 and 4 even says, who redeems your life from the pit? Who crowns you lavishly with loving kindness and tender mercy? Job 19 and 25 says, for I know mm, my, is personal, my redeemer and vindicator lives. And at last he will take his stand upon the earth. You hear me? Ah, we're talking about the redeemer, God's redemption plan. And then in Numbers, it talks about the Goel, that's the avenger of blood in the case of the murder of the next of kin. Mm. My, my, my. Consequently, Jesus atoned for our sins, which means that Jesus reconciled all of creation back to God by being our substitute, by being our kinsman redeemer. Thank you, Jesus. He repaired the damaged relationships that we have. He reconnected us back to God. 
he became that mediator between man and God so that that sin that wedged and driven a, a separation between us was no more because of Jesus. Romans six seventeen through 23 lets us know to thank God for we are no longer slaves to sin. My God. But in that last verse, in verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, in the American court system, I want to talk about some of the things in the judicial system that people are given. Sometimes man does this. They'll give somebody a reduction in their sentence which means that that particular criminal sentence has been reduced in its severity. And it usually means that the person spends less time in prison. Some people are given early releases where the law presents um, the prisoner with a date of release from their prison term that they were sentenced to. Some people call it parole. But see, parole isn't automatically granted. It's something that the prisoner usually has to apply for, their lawyer. Also, in the uh, various organizations and also in the law, you can have a redacted record, meaning that it was edited, some things were removed, some of that, conf- and now is deemed as confidential. And the federal law and the state law allows it. See, editing a document to remove or mask or delete something is a privilege that we can be granted. I'm talking about what man can do. Some people have their stuff blotted out, meaning that it's made insignificant, it's inconsequential, it's been wiped out, it's been destroyed. You can't see it and read it anymore because it's been blotted out. But guess what? People still know what you were accused of, of what you did, but now it's blotted out. And many will forget if it wasn't in the newspaper or on the Internet. Also, they're able to forgive. They can forgive a crime by giving you leniency or mercy. But this is only done in federal crimes, and it's exercise uh, a power which cuts the sentence or the fine imposed by the court. Some people call it a blanket part. They are also able to erase. Others call it expunge. That's the official name for it. To remove something by law from your record. That criminal conviction has been destroyed. It's been sealed. Didn't say it wasn't still there, because they could pull it up at any time, that state or that federal court. Now, I want you to know, the judge, the victims, the jury, uh, the people that read about it, they may still remember what you did. So although this file is now redacted or restricted, it's still there. 
But when God forgives our sins, it's truly erased by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Which means it's thrown into the sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered again. And now it is not imputed to each of us individually or corporately because where the law was, it's been erased. And it's been replaced with the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, never to be remembered anymore. Now, in the spiritual courtroom of God, we have been imputed with and assigned the righteousness of God. I just want to thank you, God. We have been given Christ's righteousness, each and every last one. Now, Romans 5, when you have time, read the whole chapter for yourself. And read it and pray and meditate on the whole chapter for yourself, talking about justification. But I'm just going to read verse 13. It says, sin was committed in the world before the law was given. But sin is not charged against anyone when there is no law against it. So that's what the blood does. The blood comes in and erases the sin. It erases the law. Before, Because now, because of the abundance of God's grace. Hallelujah. Because of the abundance of God's love. Glory, 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 glory. Ah, because of the abundance of Jesus' righteousness. Mm. God, help me, help me. I need to calm down. Hallelujah. But you don't understand. You don't understand. Mm. For over 60 years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. We know that God is merciful. And he does not rehearse and remember our sin that's been covered and erased by Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. The book of Hebrews. God. Mm. Let's us know about the ministry of Jesus who's sitting on the right hand of the Father, our high priest. Make an intercession for each and every one of us. Ah, he has no favorites. He has no this person or that person. Ah, he has no, I'm going to take care of you, and I'm not going to. He, he, he did it for all, 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 all humankind. And all we have to do is come to him. Now, it says, for I will be merciful and gracious. For their wickedness, and I will remember their sins no more. Did you hear that? He said, Towards our wickedness, ah, 
Hey, towards our sin, he's not remembering it anymore. Ah, oh, my God, my God. This is better than the court system that, <laughs> God, I just want to thank you, that we have for because of the wickedness has been absolved. It's been null and voided. James 4, when you get time, like I said, read it in its entirety. It talks about the quarrels and the conflicts and the wages of wars and the jealousy and the covetousness and the unfulfilled lust and the murderer and that person being envious and that person that uh, operates in wrong motives and selfishness and unrighteousness and, and that person that uh, is dealing in adultery and disloyalty sins against God. They said they're going to serve them, but they, they're flirting with the sin. They're flirting with the cares of this world. They're flirting with this and that, and, 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 and they're, 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 they're just flirting with it. But how many of you know that God is a jealous God? Mm, that proud and that haughty spirit, that self-righteous spirit, that unfaithfulness, that double-mindedness, huh? that recklessness, that foolishness. I don't know shit. Oh, my God, all of those many things that I have done. I'm not talking about nobody else. I said that I have done. James 4 and 17 says, like I said, when you have time, read the whole chapter. Read the whole book. Verse 17 says, so any person who knows what is right to do but does not do it, the hand. It is sin. So some of us, uh, we're, we're, we're flirting with sin. We know not to do it, but we're flirting with it. We're just, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't really uh, uh, sleep with him or her. You know, we just, oh, God, don't get me started. Hmm. But we can bless God for this. And what I want you to do, I want each and every one of you, if you're hopefully not around people, but even if you are, you can uh, decide how to handle this. I want you to put your phone on mute. I want you to remember all of the sins that you've committed, every last one that you can remember. And I also want you to think about the ones you don't even remember. I want you to take time while your phone is on mute to call out, to shout out, but not on mute too, that you've done, that you've committed. Put your phone on mute now. Now let's shout them out. Let's, or just simply say them, depending on where you're at. Now, do you need more time? I know I do. But now I want you to add to what you're doing. Add to what you're saying. 
Now I want you to include all those lies that somebody told on you, all those accusations, all those allegations that were made about you. Friends, family, foes, everyone that you can think of. You've been here 60-some years, 70-some years. Think of all of them. Now with your phone still on mute about some of those. Once again, do you need more time? Hmm, I do. We don't have enough time during this program on today. We don't have enough time during this week. We don't have enough time during the month of April. We don't have enough time in this year of 2022 for me to call out the sins that I've committed, knowingly and unknowingly, the lies that have been told on me, the deflections that have been pointed towards me. We don't have enough time not even for the next 15 years or more for me to finish my confession. I'm not talking about those of you that only did one or two things, but I'm talking about the confessions of the sins that Cecilia has committed. Are you finished? Well, guess what? Like God, when he sees the blood. Ah, get up, Hallelujah. 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 God, I just want to thank you. Thank you, thank you. Mm. When he sees the blood, they're thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. You know, I didn't hear you while you were on mute. That's an analogy to all of the people around you that may have heard what you were saying. They may have been those accusers, but God didn't hear them. Because ah, he saw the blood. Ah, get him on get him on ah, God, I just... Satan, the accuser that goes to and fro to tell God, what we've done, what we're about to do, is silence. It's symbolic of the silence the blood brings when the allegations against you are presented. Glory, glory, glory. The allegations from the north, the south, the east, and the west. The allegations that were false and the allegations that were true, silence, is on the line. God can't hear them, 
and God can't see them because he's looking through the blood of Jesus. The redemption plan of Jesus is absolute. There's no clause. There's no fine print. It has been erased. The gift of the blood of Jesus, no sin, no allegation, will ever be able to get through the blood, the pure and righteous blood of Jesus Christ. Mm. If you're not already doing it, Take this time to thank God. Give him all the glory for his irrefutable redemption plan. Hallelujah. Thank him for his promises that are yea and amen. To thank him for the blood of Jesus that makes it where you are forgiven. Remember, in in the court of law in in this world, somebody could bring it back up years from now. They could bring it to the judge and the jury. But through the blood of Jesus, they can't bring it to God. Ah, get out my sin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Every time someone tries to remind you of what you did or what you're doing, that you've already repented for, and that God has told you you are forgiven, you need to shout for the gift and the triumph of victory of the imputed Righteousness of God. God's redemption plan is given to you, 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 and you. It's given to the world wide web. And even further than that, it's given to everyone. I'm only going to call out the name of the people in Smile 3, but that doesn't mean it's not given to others. Dr. Serena Wright, forgive the gavel came down. Pastor Troy, forgive the gavel came down. Prophet Antoine, forgive the gavel came down. Mm. Minister Lawrence, forgive the gavel came down. Minister Brandon, forgive the gavel came down. Minister Margo, forgive the gavel came down. Minister Sheila, forgive the gavel came down. Minister Sylvia, forgive the gavel came down. Cecilia, forgive the gavel came down. Mother, Tony, the gavel came down. Minister Rod, the gavel came down. 
every minister and ministry that has ever ministered on South 3E program. The gavel came down. My God. So whether you're in the north, the south, the east, or the west, the gavel has come down and says not guilty. Psalms 18 verses 2 through 4 says, The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my refuge, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock. And whom I take refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Ah, the enemy of sin. I tell you, oh, oh, much. Mm. The cords of death encompassed me. The torrents of chaos overwhelm me. But God, but God, but God, the redemption plan of God has erased it all. I thank you, 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 God, for even Colossians. Chapter 3, verse 23 says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto me. So I worship God on today. I thank God on today. I adore God on today. I proclaim him on today. I wholeheartedly share him with this sick and dying world. And I declare that I am blessed and you are blessed and that I am his and you are his and that he's ours in the name of Jesus. 2 Timothy. Second chapter, verse 12 says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. But see, I am, I am, I am, I am the redeemed of the Lord. And I'm saying so. My God, I thank you. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am a part of his redemption plan. Psalms 107, verses 1 to 3 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His loving devotion endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered from the lands from the east, the west, the north, and the south. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Because through God's redemption plan, mm, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. I worship you. I adore you, God. I thank you. I thank you. I can't thank you enough. I thank you. With tears of for my heart overwhelmed with joy. Ah, that I see But Jesus making intercession. I'll turn the program back over. Do you minister, Marco? The times are over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, in Jesus' name, just ask you to bless your, bless your servant on today. Bless Apostle Elect. Bless her, God, for bringing such a gavel has come down. We are forgiven and redeemed. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for allowing your word to go forth in boldness, allowing the truth to be told. Those that have ears, let them hear in Jesus' name. For planting seeds of righteousness. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Praise you, Father. Uh, I would think it's at this time if we had a listener uh, that would like to have a comment, a word, or whatever is on their heart. Uh, ask for prayer. Let God lead you. I would think the lines are open now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, by on behalf of all those that are listening now and will listen later. We just thank God and we pray and hope and ask you to make sure you are in the position to say, I am redeemed. <laughs> All you have to do is ask God. Ask him for forgiveness. Ask your Father. He is holy and gracious and loving and more than able to forgive and wipe the Satan slate clean forever <laughs> in Jesus name in Jesus name thank you for being with us on this Sunday go in peace accessing that freedom with every step that you take knowing that it's up to you to allow your slate to be wiped clean by the blood of the Lamb. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I am redeemed. You can be too. God bless you and keep you. Let his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And our, our foundational scripture 
<laughs> we will leave you with Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you.